Squad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 230. This episode is brought to you by The Good Kitchen, thegoodkitchen.com. You can use the direct link. Claire, you always say it because I always get it wrong. Well, you just forget the www. It's not that hard. I know, but... www. Doesn't everyone know that by now? something... No, because sometimes you just type it straight into your you and straight into your thing. But in order for us to get the affiliate kickback that from your order, you have to use www because that's like the okay. full affiliate link. Okay. So this is important, guys. www.worldwideweb.thegoodkitchen.com okay. <laughs> forward slash ggw. And then also use code ggw and that gets you 15% off your first order. And they're just amazing. I'm just, yeah. they're so tasty. I so you really guys like don't, the shepherd's pie. Yeah, That's my favorite yeah, I, yeah, I feel like everything that they've done is so delicious. And um, I know everyone, there's some bazillion podcasts out there these days, and everyone has an ad and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know that you have a lot to support. Um, Claire and I do a lot of research for our uh, no, sponsors. we're not just pimping Casper mattresses no. and Blue Aprons. In fact, we no. are not specifically not pimping those guys because yeah. there's... They're good. They get enough love, and we just, you know what? I I have I tried those types of product, those types of things, and I was um I brought Miles home. We got a bunch of those like kind of blue apron or what was the other? What's the other one that, that they have? I don't know. There's like a million yeah, of them. Some of the Green Chef. Whatever. Yeah, and they're great, but they're not as delicious and easy and wonderful as the Good Kitchen, and the ingredients aren't as good. And anyway, just go check them out. We love them. So. Feel good about supporting two female-owned businesses, and they have very ethical practices and everything they do, and their food is all natural and free of all that crap. So you can support the podcast by supporting really good people at The Good Kitchen and use our affiliate link. Yay. Did I do it right? Yes, you did. Good job. (laughs) So we we have a lot of questions to get to tonight, but uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was delightful. You had a lot of good food, and you had really food. big marshmallows. And I used the correct size of marshmallows, and our we smoked our turkey, and it went great. And yeah, when we had pumpkin cheesecake, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Pumpkin pie, too? We only had pumpkin cheesecake. My stepmom is more in a pumpkin cheesecake, which, to be honest with you, is fine with me because it's like the same exact flavor, only denser. Uh-huh. So but you're it's not, like... That, well, I was going to say, like, you're not much of a dairy person, but I guess it's, like, not so... Dairy. No pumpkin. I mean, cheesecake is just straight cheese. Uh, what's it called? Cream cheese, basically. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get a lot more dairy than that. But there's some a lot of dairy. There are some things in my life that I just suspend reality for and eat anyway. Mm-hmm. And pumpkin cheesecake on Thanksgiving is one of those things. So, like, did I feel amazing? Mm, no, <laughs> but I didn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How was the cranberry salad? Oh, it was great. I ate the last portion of it the next morning. And yeah. I, because I really wanted it on toast. Well, I've come to find out my mom makes it for him all the time now. Oh, so funny. I was like, well, now it's not that special. Because she's like, because I felt really bad because the next morning I just felt like having toast. And so I was like, this will be great on toast. I'm so turning into my dad where I like put everything on anything. Like any <laughs> condiment will go on any type of food. And everything on anything. <laughs> that's true. And uh, so I put it on toast and I was like, dad, I'm going to take the rest of this. My mom's like, oh, don't worry. I make it for him all the time now. So I was like, well, now I don't feel so bad because I just ate the last of it. That's funny. But it was great. It was really, it was really, really relaxing. We had really good food. And um, I'm very aware because we've been doing the Mindful Body Challenge, which, by the way, we're wrapping up this week. Or no. Yeah, this week. And uh, it was just a very stress-free Thanksgiving. Like, none of this... 
Makes PS you think back to like guilt. all the times when you like planned out your Thanksgiving meal on my fitness pal. Yeah. Or your exercise to quote unquote work it off. Right. Which is just a bunch of baloney. So speaking of the mindful body challenge, we're almost done with it. Yeah. What have you what's been your favorite part? Um well I feel like the the go to answer always is just the people that are in the group. Totally. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that aren't really comfortable sharing, so and that's fine. But then there's just been a lot of people who uh, have opened up and shared their stories, and I just feel so grateful that they're willing to share that because this is this is something that's just so against what we're used to doing because of the diet culture being insane, and it's really hard to kind of wrap our minds around. Like everyone who's done it is like, I don't really understand this intuitive eating thing or like, right. What does it mean to eat intuitively? So having those deep discussions is really, um, it's been difficult for people, but at the same time, like we've had some really cool breakthroughs and people sharing stories of like, Oh my gosh, this happened today at work. Like someone asked me something about diet and I, you know, normally would be responding in this way. And I had a really positive experience or just like building more confidence. So yeah. that feels good. I like too how some people also, like it's interesting to me that some people also are like, hey, you know, as a part of this, I realize that like I'm not at a place where I can intuitively eat. Like yeah. I'm, I can't, you know, whatever that is that needs to be built up, that trust with yourself and that trust with the process, like it's not there yet. And so I'm, you know, I'm sticking with macros or I'm sticking with paleo or whatever, but I have a, a different outlook on it now because I'm doing it, you know, to to learn about how to eat rather than how to control my body. Yeah. So that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly my thought too. Is like every, the other thing that's really been good is every day I think about food, exercise, or whether it, it, a lot of it has to do with going back to old habits as I think of yeah. the group. And so I feel very accountable to the women in this group that are like, we're all struggling through this together. So I'm not a special snowflake to be like, well, I'm suffering alone or like kind of being myself up over it. I feel like making sure that I'm sticking to what we've described as like our health mission statement and our definition of health is really important because um, I feel like it's so (laughs) we have like all the cards stacked against us when we get on social media every day. So I feel like that's something that is really important to me is like seeing everyone on this group going through the same exact thing. So -hmm. then when I go throughout my day, I'm thinking of all of them. I'm like, I owe it to them to really do the best that I can to not slip back into these really shitty habits of like negative self-talk or, you know, feeding into the diet culture or whatever, fill in the blank. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I also think, you know, every time that we do anything that has a Facebook group and we've done challenges like this in the past, it always just amazes me like how supportive people are and like people immediately are sharing like really um intimate things and really like you know just laying it all out there and everyone is just there for it like they're so supportive and um it's it's awesome how just a total group of strangers are all in it together yeah and i was a little nervous because like there's a lot of people in this one like in the past we've done challenges that there's not as many people. people so i feel like the there's a part of me it's like oh gosh there's like almost 200 people in this group and are they going to be respectful of like pretty delicate stuff? Like, right. This is not a light topic that we're talking about. Um, it's a really hard thing to change. So habit change is a really, it takes a lot of time and practice. So the biggest piece that Claire and I have wanted everyone who's done this challenge, or at least just as we're talking about it to know is this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope that we've set people up 
with some tools to to carry this forward so yeah i said this in the group but i think that the biggest thing for me has been a shift between viewing health as a destination and instead more viewing it as like a tool and a lens and like a filter where i always thought about like oh i'm gonna get healthy and like the state of health was this end goal versus no like being healthy is a lens that you look through when you're making decisions or when you're approaching your day-to-day choices or when you're setting goals, like they're the same exact goal or the same exact, the same exact body, the same exact measurements and body fat percentage and the same exact PRs or whatever, like it can be healthy or unhealthy. And it is all just about your attitude and like your mindset in that moment. Um, and the mindset that you have, you know, as you're kind of working through all that stuff and it's really like, you know, it's so cheesy to say like the, it's all about just the journey, but like you're never, the de- definition of health is, or like that end point of health, like you're never going to reach it. And so yeah. you have to just bring it into everything that you do. Has it been difficult for you to change some of the patterns that you've done in the past or like the mindset shift? Because I've had a hard time. You know, there's been days where I'm like, I just want to slip back into old behaviors. I think that for me, like I've, I a little bit have felt like I've cheated because I have, um, how do I put this? I think that for me, it's easy to kind of just play along with, oh, like, like I, I've, I talked about this on some of, when did we talk about this? I think in those, like the, um, voice memos that we did, not the ones for the challenge, but the ones that we actually released a while ago. And I talked about how, like I, when I am uncomfortable, instead of like really digging in and feeling uncomfortable, I just completely check out. Mm. And so instead of feeling like, so it's easy for me to say like, oh, I don't have an issue because I don't have an issue, but my, my issue is a lack of anything. So instead of like feeling uncomfortable, I just check out and don't feel anything. And so it's easy for me to be like, oh yeah, like that's not a problem because I don't feel guilty or I don't feel whatever, but I'm also not feeling good. I'm just not feeling guilty. Yeah. And it's so like the absence of feeling. Right. And so I think sometimes it's easy for me to kind of like skate by of like, oh, well, I don't feel guilty. Like, so this must not apply to me. Well, like in reality, I don't feel good either. But just because I don't feel anything, I'm able to say like, well, I don't feel bad about this choice. And so I'm just going to keep going. But like, I don't feel great about it either. Um, But I think because of that, it like I have to consciously hold myself in that in that awareness. And like, it's almost like trying to... Like, do you remember when you were a kid and you were in the pool and you would, like, try to hold a beach ball underwater and, like, all it wanted to do was, like, fly out of your hands? Yeah. That's sometimes what I feel like when I'm trying to, like, hold myself and, like, be mindful is I'm, like, trying to – that's, like, I'm trying to hold the beach ball underwater and, like, I want so badly just to, like, pop back out and just go back into that place of being, like, la, 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 I'm ignoring everything. Right. <laughs> and Right. So, well, it's like you're saying – it's kind of like the same thing that you do when you said you, you – of how you handle anxiety at work. Yeah. It's like you're like, I don't know how to just go with the flow. Right. That's I just completely foreign to me. Right. And so my my like um what's that word? My like pro- not protection. What's that word? Like your some survival mechanism is just a check out. Defense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a check out. And so I think that like in that way the hardest part for me hasn't necessarily been like it hasn't been breaking old thought patterns. It's just been like forcing myself to stay in the moment rather than just you know, kind of getting to the end of the day and being like, wow, I didn't eat today. I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't stand up, but like I never checked with my body. And so it didn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, it, it, so in a way you're like, you're, but, but what's, 
What is difficult about like feeling the feelings? I know you're not a feelings person, but it, are there feelings there that you're like, I'm trying to dampen because there's too much there and I don't have a capacity to right. to I don't even process know. This. Like I think okay. it's more so just like forcing myself to be in the moment. That's what's hard. And when I'm in the moment, I'm not necessarily, I don't even know what I'm going to find when I'm there because I spend so little time or in the past, I've spent so little time like just being in the moment that, you know, it's kind of just been like, <clears throat> like I'm in the moment and I'm kind of just, it's, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's uncomfortable or it's painful or it's, you know, I have all these emotions. It's just like, I don't spend that much time there. And so I don't really know how to do it. And so that's been, I think the biggest thing for me is just learning, like in order to make healthy choices in order to like, you know, in our challenge, we worked on our health mission statement and our definition of health in order to make choices that align with my health mission statement. I have to be really aware of how I'm feeling and what my body is telling me. And I cannot do like I can't be checked out and be making healthy decisions at the same time okay that's what I was saying like so so wrapping this part up do you like do you feel pretty okay with where you're at with your health like your definition of health right now yeah I feel pretty good I feel like my definition is pretty good I think that um just the struggle for me going forward is like not reverting back when I get stressed to those old ways of like like I said, like at the end of the day, all of a sudden it's like, wow, it's six o'clock. And I sat down at nine and I literally have not stood up for water or bathroom or just to walk around in, you know, nine hours. And like, I don't want to just like keeping myself from doing that is harder than you think it would be. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I could go off on like 12 tangents on that, but we're, <laughs> but we might have to cover that a different day. Let's jump into the questions that we yeah. got. Do you want to start with Mays? We have some really good yeah, questions. Yeah, do you have them pulled up? I do. Yes. So we're going to start with May's questions. Because May was in the hurricane. And let's see. Sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. She's just so sweet. Um, she's in Rockport, Texas. And she's so she wrote, I just wanted to share with you. I'm in Rock, Rockport, Texas, where the eye of the hurricane Harvey, or the eye of Hurricane Harvey hit. We didn't have internet till about a month ago, but when I went to other cities with network, I'd download new GGW episodes to listen to when I got home. A lot has changed here in Rockport a lot, but your podcast helped me helped me keep a sense of normalcy around here in the little snippets of time I got to myself. Mm. We're sending you love, May. Okay, so she, she submitted some great questions. questions. Yeah. yeah. She brings up a great point. I feel like we've uh, spent, and she's like, can we say, can I say we've? <laughs> Say we've we? spent yeah. <laughs> when, we've spent a lot of time this year talking about what isn't working for y'all. Not too much CrossFit, not macros, not body obsession. So she wants to hear what's feeling good for us right now. Like what movement, exercise, class is feeling really awesome. What foods are tasting awesome? What foods are making you feel great? So let's start with that because I agree with that. I was thinking about this today. I'm like, I feel like lot this past year we've done a lot of what we don't like. Not like in negative Nancy way, but I, I'm like, wow, I kind of, let's, yeah. let's shift the energy a little bit. Like, let's talk about what we do like. But I think in the same sense is this podcast is very much, a you know, a, a diary of our lives. Yeah, so um, we're going to talk about like what we're going through, but I totally agree with her here. So why don't you start? What's been working for you? Um, What's been feeling really awesome? Yeah. Tacos I, at your new taco place. Tacos at Bar Taco, which... Julie Bauer went there today and she posted them out on Instagram and I was like, see, Julie Bauer thinks it's great. Now I'm cool. I thought it was cool before Julie did. Um, stuff that's working for me. I 
butter coffee is really working for me. I highly recommend. I'm not like, and somebody else asked about this, like I'm not really strict, sticking strict with keto. I tend, what I've sort of landed on, and this is not keto, and if you are keto, you're gonna be like, that's not keto. But what I've kind of landed on is more of just like a high fat, low carb, moderate protein diet that's not necessarily all the way in the extreme of keto. And um, the reason that some people will either A, kind of think keto is a terrible idea or B, that will push them over to keto is because if they're eating high fat, low carb, but they're not in ketosis, it can make them feel like shit because they're not getting enough energy. And like if your body is not fat adapted, if you're eating low carb, then your body is still trying to use carbs for fuel. And so if you're not getting all that many carbs, people like feel like shit. I don't feel that way. And so what I've been doing is in the morning, I'll do a bulletproof coffee with butter and collagen. And um, then I'll eat like a super late lunch and then just like a normal dinner. And I've been, so that's been really working. It's really, really doing it for me. I get a lot of flack on like everybody now on my whole floor, like knows I'm the girl who makes butter coffee and everyone's like, how do you do that? Um, what else is working for me? Uh, not stressing out about working out. Good. I don't work out really at all right now. And I think, and I know like if you look at listen to the last like two years of podcasts, it's been probably a good two years since I worked out regularly. And it took me a super long time to not just like freak out about it. And I have a membership at CrossFit Longmont. I'm probably going to cancel it because I'm just like wasting money on it right now. And I'm just like, I think I've held on to it because in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get back into it. Like I'm going to work out regularly and it's just not a priority for me right now. And that's fine. Yeah. Yep. What about you? I am kind of going through a, the other day I had this moment where I was like, man, I really miss doing CrossFit more because Mm -hmm. I, I backed it off to doing three days a week. And that made me appreciate that I do like CrossFit. So I think I was doing it too much because I was just like, uh. And then I kind of started to miss doing more of it. But I was like, no, that's the sweet spot is you always kind of want to have that urge to do more, but don't. So uh, that feels really good is just doing a moderate amount of CrossFit. And then on my days off or my days off of CrossFit, I've been doing FitWall that I love. And at first I was kind of like, eh, like mediocre about it, but it's just, it's just a lovely 40 minutes you're in and you're out. The movements feel good. You're not beating yourself up. You're moving. Um, it's great. And the trainers are great. I really like the trainers. So if you guys are local and you go to Fitwell Denver in the Highlands, they're awesome. And then walking. I've been walking JT at my lunch breaks like I usually do, but I've been, I've been just really appreciating like just getting out and doing walks. So that's not anything like entirely new, but I think the uh, the mindset has shifted over the past year of just like beating yourself up, doing workouts to really appreciating just like feeling good and moving. And then as far as eating, like especially just finishing the mindful body challenge, I'm just not worried about food. Like I just eat whatever I feel like eating. Um, I am not excluding any macronutrients. So I'm like just eating carbs, <laughs> I'm eating protein, I'm eating fats. I'm enjoying life. I'm drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> it's just a nice balance. So um, I love to read and I still love to research about like what science is out there as far as diet and exercise and what's good for you. But that's just for my own personal like knowledge. I don't think there's any, I don't want to ever get dogmatic about anything. And I think that's uh, kind of what I ste- have stepped back and looked at over the past just couple years, especially with the content we put out, I feel like we've done a good job of like, you know, aside from like when we did macros, but I don't think we were preaching it. I think we we're just like, yeah, we're doing this. And I think what I hope to continue doing is like spreading the message to people of like, 
find what works for you. Um, and, and above all, like just go live your damn life and have fun. So that's what I'm all for. Uh, how is Joy preparing herself for the gloom and doom of the dark winter months? Well, it's really funny because I, um, I checked in with my doctor recently just about medications because I was like, you know, this, you know, the days are shorter and I just want to kind of stay on top of my moods. And so we're monitoring that we're not changing anything. But uh, she did also recommend like getting one of those lights where you just like get natural sunlight through like one of those happy lamps. <laughs> that's not what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. Um, so I might get one of those. I like haven't pulled the trigger yet. Have you ever tried one of those? Uh, no, I I don't really feel like I'm super seasonally affected. I haven't really ever like. Yeah. So no. Um, yeah. But I've heard good things. Yeah. And so I might try it. I just feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, is it really going to work? So if anyone out there has tried it and yeah. can endorse one, please send me a link because I'm just kind of like on the fence about it. And I think it's because like my symptoms aren't horrible yet. Yeah, but, but also, I feel like, like what? it's just a lamp. That's true. Like what That's could it true. do? Like what, what harm could it do? Fair. And they're not like yes. that extensive. It's too bad you missed Black no. Friday. I know. Probably could have gotten one on Black Friday. I know. And I totally missed. I was going to get us a bunch of new podcast equipment, too. And I was like, oh, oh man, I should have just done that. Anyway, um, so as far as like preparing, I think knowledge is power. So it's just more of like making sure that I'm taking extra care of myself. And I always do. But like getting enough sleep and not like stressing myself out. And so um, just little tweaks here and there of paying attention to it and staying on top of it um, is probably like the best advice I can give and like if it's really bad then obviously talk to your doctor about uh ways to handle that but I think I might invest in one of those lamps and just like just like go I I know it's horrible but I think one year I went to a tanning bed um for a couple weeks just because I like needed to feel like some rays on my body I feel like I remember that was that recently yeah no no we've talked about that before then because I feel like I that's yeah yeah like and I do not endorse tanning beds. I know how horrible they are. But like one year I was just like, I just need like sunshine, a feeling of warmth rays on my body. Um, So I do not recommend that. But I actually did that one year because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get in the sun. Um, Let's see. Oh, she asks, um, Claire, how how is mom life changing as you enter into the world of talking of a talking toddler? It's so much more fun, honestly. I thought that he was going to, like, be a little turd. But, like, his little voice and his little words and, like, all his little sayings, even when he is a little turd, it's just so funny to hear it coming out of of his mouth that you just have to laugh. Like, he gets so (laughs) mad. And then he'll say, please. And you're like, well, now I have to give it to you. Or, like, at night, he... We transition him into out of his crib finally, and we have him in a toddler bed that's just on the floor. And he gets out of his bed like ten times before he'll go back to sleep. And we're pretty good about it; we have a pretty clear bedtime routine. And but everyone who's like, it's all about the routine. I'm like, what kind of child do you have? Because my child, like, we can do routine all we want, but like some nights are just going to be different than others. Like some nights he's going to be ready to go to bed, and other nights he's going to like run around naked for twenty minutes screaming while you try to put a diaper on him and like everything up to that point could have been exactly the same <laughs> it's just the phase of the moon yeah it's totally um, the moon cycle yeah but like if he comes out and you're like oh my gosh go back to bed but then he's like you know we'll say something just so cute or he'll sing a little song he's so into singing songs 
Like the wheels on the bus the that you just posted? Bus. He sings wheels on the bus. He has this really cute little song about a tiny turtle who drinks all the bathtub water. And was he was he singing that song with a piece of string cheese? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That I was he, just all making he ate sure. I was like, I couldn't. Three pieces of string cheese. I love it. I feel, I have a friend who has a little girl a couple months older than Miles, and she always will watch our Instagram stories. And she commented once, and she wouldn't even texted me. And Miles had had. I said something about Miles having pizza like four nights in a row and she was like, I need to just like let this happen. She's like, I'm so like worried all the time that, you know, my daughter is not getting vegetables or whatever. And I was like, you know what? The only thing, as long as he's getting calories at this stage in his life, first of all, he's not eating sugar. And so that's, you know, we just was like, I'm not like giving him candy or really like any, he doesn't eat anything. And it's not like we specifically don't give him, you know, we're like, it's not like, oh, you can't have anything with added sugar. But like neither of us are just sweet tooth people. And so we don't keep it in the house. And so like he eats plain yogurt. He um, doesn't drink juice, that kind of thing. But apart from that, as long as he's getting enough fiber, like that's the only thing that I worry about is just calories and poop. The fact that it'll come out the other side. And other than that, I'm like, if you want three string cheeses for dinner, you just had like a carton of like a pint of blackberries. It'll even itself out. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It is. It's fun, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So these next questions come from the girls in our Mindful Body Challenge. Lindsay asks, can you talk about who you'd most like to interview or meet in 2018? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Not 2017, Um, Claire. 2018. I would like to have Christmas Abbott back on the podcast. I would too. I've been she, feeling the Christmas vibe. I've been feeling, she's been giving us a lot of Instagram live lately. She was like our first big celebrity interview, I feel like, ever. And she's just been doing a lot with her life lately. I'd, I'd like to talk to her. Um, I'd love to talk to Jen Wiederstrom. She's in Denver now. And I think yeah. we could definitely connect with her. Yep. Um, I kind of want to bring Chrissy Mae Cagney back on. Yeah. And just catch great. up with her too. I bet, yeah, we could do yeah. that. Maybe 2018 is is like, you know, bringing some old school people back. Yeah, like if you were on the podcast in 2014, we want you back. (laughs) Let's come back and see where you you are. Yeah. Where are they now? I'm trying to think, like, those are all people who I think, like, we could definitely get. I'm trying to think of people who would be, like, completely pie in the sky type of interviews. I don't even Um, know if I would want Dave Dave Castro. I feel like I've changed my mind about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, my mind goes to like. Now listen, if he called us, right? I would he was definitely. Like, Claire and Joy, let me. If yes. Greg was like, Dave wants to talk to, you, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Um, who would I want to talk to? I mean, sky's the limit, Claire. Like, no. I know, but like, no. who would I want to have in the podcast versus like who would I want to go out to lunch with? Because like, yeah, would, like, it's hang very out, different. You know, yeah, it's, it's very, very different. different. Like, I would like hang out with you know Meryl Streep or like Oprah or something like that. But like, I don't think I'd want to have them on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, once again, if they called and were like, "I want to be in your podcast," they'd be like, "Sure," but Oprah, maybe she would be a good podcast guest. Yeah, she'd be great. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of who else I would want to have on. I feel like when some when people ask this question, I always draw a blank because I'm like, there's so many people out there. I think Katrin David Sutter would be good. Um, I mean, I feel like she hasn't done a ton of podcast interviews and especially like leading up into the open. And um, I don't know. I think maybe like January, February would be a good time to reach out to some of the athletes like before they go into the next like official CrossFit season again. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is kind of how we've operated on the podcast, too, is like we we have like certain people that we'd love to have on. But at the same time, we also just love to have us talk about life. 
not be like super interview focused? I think like my pie in the sky podcasting is to get a like a big sponsor. Yeah. That's more like what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, because talking to people is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to have like, I think like I said that last year too. I was like, I just want like a big sponsor so I can like yeah. quit my job and f- podcast full time. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like, I, I think you and I have learned over the years is like, I used to, we used to say yes to everything. Like when you're getting started, you, you say yes to everything because you're like, sure, let's do that. Let's try this. And, and now I'm, I think we we've become pretty picky but like not snobby picky but just if someone's not going to be like relevant to the audience or if they're not going to be really good talking on the show um I quite frankly don't really care how famous you are I just like if it's not gonna be a good good conversation like what's the point you know did you turn your mute on no I thought you were done with that sentence I was like I'm moving on to the next question I agree with you yeah okay yes do you have do you want the question or am I going again uh, do you want to keep reading the ones from the, the yeah, Facebook group? Because we'll I have all the Instagram the ones pulled up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go. Uh, why don't you take one? Because I just lost it. Oh, okay. oh no. Here I go. Oh, okay. okay. You, I'll you go. go. Okay. <laughs> um, Allie just says, marriage hacks, marriage hacks. <laughs> we had a couple marriage hack requests. We did. Which oh, I don't. I don't have a marriage hack, but I do have what not to do when you're in a fight. Oh, please. Uh, recently. Reverse because, hack. Yeah, reverse hack of like, don't do this. But it's actually a hack for me because in the past, I would engage in a fight and just get really amped up. So maybe it is a little bit of a marriage hack. Is like, I can't even remember what Scott and I were talking about, but he does this thing where when we're, like when he's trying to prove a point or we're like deciding on something, he he will not budge on his way. Like it's his way makes the most sense. <laughs> it could be from moving a couch to buying a lamp but it's like if I disagree on something oh that's what it was like because we rearranged our entertainment center you know we got like a bigger tv so we took down like the top portion of it and so he's he wants to do like this lighting behind it I'm like that is gonna look cheesy to me that looks like an 80s vibe he's like no and so he tries to explain it and so I gave him my ideas and he's like no and so we're both like just kind of like locking horns on this. And then he keeps trying to explain how his way is like the right way. And I just go, uh-huh, okay. Like full well knowing that I'm not okay. But I just totally start agreeing with him and kind of in a like passive aggressive way, which isn't good because, but I just get to a point where I'm like, I just don't want to like fight about this. And then I just don't care anymore. I'm like, you know what? It's a stupid entertainment center. I don't need lamps. I need you to like just not argue with me. So I get tired and I just opt out. So you just get passive aggressive. Not passive aggressive because I'm definitely talking. <laughs> right. But it's like passive aggressive isn't always like, like the silent treatment that like you can be like But he but I think I and he knows me well enough that I'm not right. like being like a a bee about it, but <laughs> I just don't want to fight about it anymore. So I like genuinely am like, you know what? This isn't worth it to me. Like, it's not the the argument. This is not worth it to me. So then I just completely like, just, I guess I, sh- I don't want to say give in because part of me is like, oh, that's going to look so ugly, but I just don't care. Like, I just don't care. Like, if you want to get a light and that makes you happy, like, I'm not, wor- I'm not going to sit and argue with you. Right. I'm not, this is not, this, this is not <laughs> the, the, the hill I want to die on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like the best way to solve it because then I'm like, oh, this is going to look like shit. But I also just don't care. Like I now have, I don't care. Now I don't care because I don't really want to argue. Yeah, I've done a lot of like I don't care. Make the choice. 
like Brandon will want yeah. to like talk through choices forever. And like finally, and I've realized that like this is sort of a, bra- a like a branch off of don't ask follow up questions. It's like yeah, just follow up questions. Make him or, decide. It's like if I yeah. truly don't care if it's or if it's like hey, here are like the three options. We could talk ad nauseum about these three options. Like just pick one. Yeah. Wait, but how did you get a coffee table? Because that took like ten years. It took like four years, legitimately. Did you just make the three decision? Years. Uh, there was a good deal on Black Friday. <laughs> okay, but then get this. It got here today and it's completely broken. <gasps> and I'm like, the universe just doesn't want, doesn't want us to have, like, not even, not even broken, like it broke in transit. Like it's this kind of cheap Target table and the top is completely warped. Oh my God. And I'm like, you're just not it meant to have a coffee table. It took us four freaking years, three freaking years to get this coffee table and it gets here and it's warped. Like, come on. We got the, the matching side tables are cute, but I'm just like, Oh, of, of course it is. Of course it's worked. Ugh, yeah. So now we have to take it back to Target, and do, and they like are so stingy on their returns. And Target is. Yeah. I feel like they never are. Yeah, they always like are really stingy with me whenever I return things. Oh. Which I'm not like a frequent returner. Like I've returned like three no. things in my whole life. It just happens to be that all three of them have been to Target, legitimately. But they've all been for yeah. good reasons. One of them, one time I bought something that like legitimately just didn't work. The second time I bought Milano's and they were mint chocolate Milano's and that was Milano's. Yeah, this is like back in college I used to love. That's Milano's. like my dad's favorite. They're the cookie. best cookie, and I but I hate chocolate mint. That's like the one and only thing on this. He hates place. them too. Yeah. He only wants the regular yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, but like chocolate mint in general, I just hate. And so I accidentally bought chocolate mint Milano's. I hadn't even opened them, and I was like, "This cannot fly. I'm not gonna like. I can't even. And like, I'm not gonna pay my money. Yeah, right. I'm not even gonna like take these home and put them in the cupboard and like pretend I'll eat them later. Like I can't even. I don't even want these in the house. I just want to yeah. exchange them, and it gave me lost crap for it. And then the other time I bought a coffee mug and it had a big chip in it. And they were like, well, it could have chipped when you got it home. And I'm like, I didn't even like, I just bought it. That anyway. is so funny. Cause I swear every time I go to Target to return anything, they, they don't like, even don't look, give you a, they yeah. don't even like look me in the eye. They just grab it. They return it. And it's like two seconds. Yeah. Um, were you, have you ever known someone who like is a frequent buyer and returner? I have family members who do that, and it drove me up the wall. Yeah. Because, like, they had a constant bag to return. Yeah. I feel like I do know people like that who, like, they they just buy things. It's kind of like... Like, knowing they're going to return it. Yeah. Or or just buying it, being like, well, I might just return this. And they end up always returning. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I feel like that's, like, a full-time job for some people. I can't even keep track. I hate returning things. Like, I will not buy something unless I'm, like, 110% sure because I'm, like, the, the thought of having to return this... It's not going to happen. No. And I get nervous when I return things. Like, I always feel like yeah. I'm lying or something. Yeah. Which is so stupid. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead with the next question. Oh, we can just ask a few, like, quick, easy ones. Yeah. Go. What is your favorite type of cheese? Oh, my gosh. Seriously? I don't know. I'm not, really? like, a cheesy person. Oh. I'm trying to think of, like, something that I would... Mm, I like Gruyere. Okay, great. Gruyere is plenty of I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for me is, like, I'm... I like a good brie. Like, we just had a good yeah. f- flat bread with brie on it. That's a good answer. Brie is a good one. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, What is your least favorite Christmas song? <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. I cannot stand. I cannot stand the Beatles. Like, I love the Beatles. And Scott would, like, kill me because he thinks the Beatles is, like, the only band that ever is, has existed in, the, Apart from in Pearl his world. Jam. Other than Pearl Jam. <clears throat> but he can trace any band back to the Beatles. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. But the Beatles song, simply having... I can't even sing it because it'll get in my head. You know what I'm talking about? The Christmas song? Yes! You're not talking about War is Over, are you? No. Oh. 
Yes. I'm not even going to sing it. Okay. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Except for me. It's not the, but not Merry Christmas War is over? No. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm not sure. That's um, the John Lennon song. So right. this is Christmas. That's a great yeah. song. Yeah, it's a great song. No, I'm talking about oh. another one. It's a Beatles song. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's so annoying. I, I can't stand, stand it. Blue Christmas, the Elvis song. Oh, we'll have a blue. <laughs> I can't, oh, it makes me crazy. Um, I inherited that dislike for that song from my mom, though. Okay. And I also, I also don't like. Um, the actual like old school version of mommy kissing Santa Claus because no. I'm just like that's just not a song that's like it's a weird someone yeah. whining out yeah. Christmas words yeah. but we can all agree that the best Christmas song is Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas <laughs> like we can clearly or agree that is the drummer boy there you go depends I know you're the, really a big fan yeah sure but I you know what I, I I go back to my how do you beat the winter blues you just play that song whenever you feel sad it's true because that's just well that's the reason why Mariah, Mariah Carey created that song yep and you can also watch the version from Love Actually because that yeah, so will good. turn it's like turn glee. that it's frown like upside down glee. oh the first Glee episode or like the first two it's so good. now I'm just that like this is our anti or you know your uh winter hack <laughs> your serve your survival kit for seasonal affective disorders yes. all these shows Mariah and all Carey these songs uh just singing all the singing. that glee epi- episode when they're all in the red shirts like in um mr shoe 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 mr shoe comes in and sees them singing on the stage and he's like crying you remember that episode I it's do. like one of the first two yeah and they're all like in you could tell like the show was like super low budget and they just have like t-shirts and converse on yeah and then they got popular <laughs> and now they're all fancy but anyway anyway okay um what is your favorite christmas tradition okay so i haven't done it in a couple years but well number one it's probably developed in the past two years so i have one that i haven't done in a while and another one that is really stupid but i'm gonna say it anyway i love going to trader joe's and buying all of their peppermint jojos i actually have some right here i got this like awesome like advent calendar i'm showing claire because we're doing video it's an adult advent calendar, an assortment of six fun flavors of fancy chocolates. So it's just and a snack so calendar. It's a snack calendar. And uh, I buy all of their Christmas treats and I give it to people because like who doesn't, they're just the most delicious Christmas treats. And they sell poinsettias with glitter on them. And what else did I get? They just have really awesome like treats that are only sold that time of year. So I love going to stock up. Um... So that's like a little tradition that I do is <laughs> go to Trader Joe's and get all their Christmas stuff. And then uh, I make these pretzels with M&Ms. So that's like my own little, that's like the only thing that I've like mastered. It's not even baking, but I put, uh, I drizzle tro- chocolate over pretzels, put M&Ms M's in them, and then they harden. And so it's like a salty sweet treat. And it's very popular among my friends. I haven't done it for a couple friends, a couple years, but if I do, I will make sure you have some. I feel like Brandon would really appreciate yeah, that it. Yeah, sounds delicious. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I really like decorating Christmas cookies, like sugar cookies. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we do that with some of our friends every year. It's a lot of fun. Um, let's see if there's other any other like quick quick questions. Oh, this is a good yeah. one. Worst date story. Oh my god. <clears throat> Worst date. I just had a flash of like all of my twenties. <gasps> 
Um, God, I had some. Really I have a good, good one while you think about it. Okay, you, you go. Like, yeah, I do. So I'm okay. like, oh man. I had which one. one I- it was like I went on a date with this guy where when I was in school, and you probably had this too because you went to a really big college, but. At CU, like some of my classes were so big that the classes would have like multiple TAs. And so he was a TA in my class, but he wasn't like my TA. And we went, anyway, so he asked me on a date and I don't even remember like how, why I really knew him, but regardless, we went to the Dark Horse in Boulder, which is this like sports bar with no windows. It's just like old, big, grungy building. It's wonderful, but it's big and grungy. And we went to watch a Broncos game, which was a terrible idea because all automatically you're stuck there for four hours because you can't you can't be like oh it's a two minute warning in the third quarter gotta go like you have to stay the whole time and so we're sitting there and he's asking me like what classes I'm taking and I tell him like oh one of these classes I'm taking like my math class my professor is like a total conspiracy theorist and he like totally thinks the CIA planned 9-11 and he just gets totally deadpan and he's like well they did and I started laughing and I was like oh he is not joking and he like launches into like all his conspiracy theories like totally thought the CIA planned 9-11 like probably is like a flat earther now and (laughs) he's the guy who wanted to like launch himself into the earth into like or into this into space to to prove that yeah Yeah. and so this was or pretty early on so like very early on in the day I realized that he's like a total conspiracy theorist like and then I'm stuck with him for like the next three and a half hours and it was so horribly, horribly awkward. And then at the end of the date, at the end of the game, the game is like, you know, the last couple of minutes and I'm like trying so hard to get out of there and you can tell it was like someone else, you know, wh- whoever was going to win, like it was clear they were going to win. And I was like, all right, well, I should head out. And he was like, um, how did you get here? And I was like, I drove. How did you get here? He's like, oh, well, I got a DUI last couple weeks ago. So my friend had to drop me off and I was like, oh, okay. And like kept walking. And he's like, so could you give me a ride home? And so oh, I had no. to give him a ride home. I mean, I didn't have to, but like at that point, I can't be like, no, psycho. yeah, because like Uber didn't exist back then. Like, you know, no. So he, I gave him a ride home, and luckily he only lived like a couple blocks away. And then he like tried, like we did like the awkward like car side hug. It was it was horrible. I never talked to him again. It was the worst. So, did he think you were a spy? Probably. He's probably like <laughs> she's she's like going back to report all the intel. It was so awkward. So my. My takeaway is don't go to on a date that you have to sit through for four hours. Oh, that's horrible. horrible. And you are stuck at like a game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I remembered mine. Yes. One of mine. This is so bad. Um, Yeah, I was in my 20s and I met this guy at a bar, which is never a good thing. And uh, it was me and his friend or is me and one of my friends and he was with a friend. And so we're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chatting it up, whatever. And then we ended up um, like exchanging numbers and setting up a date. And so I kind of knew him like very little, like, so I had like an introduction. So it wasn't like I was going into this blind date, but I just thought like, Oh, he's cool. He's a dentist. Like I kind of had a little bit of a background on him and he takes me to the broad, the Broadview is it Broadview. What's that? No. Is that the, that fancy hotel down downtown Denver? Broadmoor. Is it Broadmoor? Yeah. Uh, broad I always get it confused. That, like, the one in Colorado Springs. No, the Broadview, I think, is that like Instagram account we follow. That Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's like, like a, a women's yeah. media company. Yeah, totally. The Broadmoor. So, yeah. So there's uh, um, the Broadmoor Hotel. They have this like this cigar lounge. It's very old school. And so he he's like, let's meet there. I'm like, okay. It's like super swanky and fancy. And I get there and it's like all these old old guys like I'm talking in their 50s and we're sitting around and I immediately feel like I'm this like 
call girl. You know what I mean? Like I had got this like really uncomfortable feeling where I'm like, I am way too young to be sitting in this group of like old sleazy men with this guy. And he wasn't old. He was around our age or my age at the time. And so I'm like, what the F? And he goes to the bathroom and one of the guys tells me that he's married. <laughs> so... I immediately am what? like, abort, abort. Yeah. Wait, they they knew this other guy and he knew they knew that he was yeah. married? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how did and he meet this guy? At a bar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he, he failed to tell me that he yeah. was married. Or failed to wear a wedding I ring. felt like, yeah, I felt like the biggest, biggest douchebag. And I immediately got out of there. I was like, I gotta go. And then I was like feeling real aggressive. So I remember leaving him some like really horrible voicemail on his practice voicemail at, at his dentist's office Ooh, yikes! <laughs> i was really mad i was like look you a-hole you're married and you should never do that again and like yeah that's really bad <laughs> oh no ew i just felt dirty i felt like i needed to shower for like two weeks after that experience i was like oh my god <sighs> yeah that's awful okay um, two more quick ones yeah let's see here um we talked about marriage hacks, talked about favorite holiday traditions. Um, who have you met that you fangirled out on? I mean, Bob Harper. Bob Harper. Yeah. And that was really, oh, he smelled so good, you guys. He smells like the most expensive products. <laughs> That's all I can exp- I can't explain how great he smelled. Um, and he complimented my glitter liner. He did. I haven't fangirled since then. Somebody just rang my doorbell. I can hear that. That was That's weird. That's scary. Amazon delivery. At 8.40 p.m. on a Tuesday they're, night. They're coming late these days. Weird. Yeah. Um. Let's see. You're not. Some do you these... fangirl? Do you fangirl on people? Like, do you get nervous about meeting people? Not anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen you, like, get, like, uber. Like, freak out. I mean, I got really out. excited the first time we met Christmas Abbott. And that was in, like, my big time Christmas That's true. Phase. That's true. I was so into Christmas Abbott. Um, and we were both nervous to meet Greg Glassman. Oh, for sure I was nervous yeah. to meet Greg Glassman. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. People are just people. Yeah. Um, there's some other, like, more intense questions here if we want to dive into one or two real quick. But, like. Okay. We have. Oh, this is a good one. And this has been. This is not. This has been coming up in our better in our mindful body challenge which is dealing with food pushers yeah around the holidays or like how to just talk to people it could go and then somebody else brought it up on the and the other direction too of like how do you just deal with people making comments whether they are trying to get you to eat something you don't want to eat or whether they are berating you for what you are eating how do you deal with that yeah um well i i luckily haven't really had to deal with that like there's um you know what i take that back people will comment but i don't really pay attention to it anymore like I kind of dismiss mm-hmm. it so um I think the more you engage with someone the more you're gonna like get into a fight with them or at least like let it bother you but people are always gonna have like if you're living healthy most of the time people are always like oh you're so healthy or oh you're just like you probably don't eat things like that like I get that all the time yeah or people always comment on like the lunches that I bring I'm like well I'm just eating like vegetables and stuff so it's not like <laughs> it's not like anything foreign um But especially, like, during the holidays, like, people will bring treats and, like, I don't know. I just, I don't give it too much energy because I just don't feel like I need that, like, to take up any bandwidth. So my advice is to be, like, keep it, like, shut it down as soon as you can. And not to, you don't have to be rude, but it's really none of their 
freaking business. So if they're going to make comments about something you eat, you can just be like, yeah, you know, this is just what I like and then move on or turn the other way or like whatever. But, um, you know, I think people can be like pretty pushy. Like someone in our group today was talking about like this guy was like really wanting her to have a donut. And to me, it's kind of like rude. Like what if that the guy was doing this? Because part of me is like, you know, I just like, like, no, like how many times do I have to say no before someone's like, oh, are you on a diet? Like kind of taunting her in a way. Yeah. So, but just, my advice is just be like, don't engage as much as you can. Just shut it down. Yeah, I agree. Like my advice, I just have had to completely separate myself of like, just don't let yourself give a shit. And so even if they get really in, like annoying, just let them be annoying and it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. And I think in a, in a way, um, and I, I'm kind of sick of trying to be polite to people. Yeah, um, and it's easier not, said than done. Like, if you're at a family yeah. gathering or something and, like, your uncle is yeah. like, well, what are you doing? But and you don't want to sit around and be like, well, why are you so, you know, why right. are you like, smell I think so bad? Or, like, well, you're an alcohol, <laughs> you know, or, like, well, right. you've had an extra glass of wine there, Uncle Jerry. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you're not commenting on how, <laughs> whatever, he's sitting there with his pants unbuttoned watching football. Like, <laughs> That's not great either. Um, but, you know, you don't want to... Yeah, I think it's totally speak. different, like, with your family. Yeah. Like, it's different with your family. But um, even so, Like, acquaintances like, at work, I think, is just, like, just shut your, it down. Even your family, like, if they're making those types of comments and they're, you know, and, like, I think with your family it's okay to get into, like, oh, you know, you don't have to... Let me take a step back. I, I've also very much learned, like, you don't owe anyone an explanation. And so... No. All you need to say is, like, I'm not eating that right now for my health or, like... I have found I just feel better when I don't eat those foods or whatever. And then just leave it at that. You don't have to go into like, well, you know, I'm gluten, blah, blah, blah. Like, just let it be. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And they don't have to agree with you. Yeah. Like, you like don't nine times to, out of ten, it's, yeah, the it's goal, their own projections. The goal is not to make them agree with you. The goal is just to, like, change the subject. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people just want to convince one another that their way is right. Yeah. Um, I see that a lot on, like, Facebook comments and people getting into arguments on Facebook over religion and politics. And I'm like, waste of time. Yeah. Waste of time. Like, it's just not your job to convince someone of one thing or the other. So if they have questions about it, sure, go ahead and answer it. But... If they're berating you or, like, kind of making fun of you, mm-hmm. then I would just be like, I mean, if it's family, yeah, I think it's worth kind of getting into a little bit deeper conversation. But, uh, you know, coworkers, I'm like, oh, you can just go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We have so many more questions. And so I think we're just going to have to come back to them. But I, I think yeah. I want to finish with this one, which is such a okay. cute. It's so funny. Tell your favorite stories about each other. Joy's favorite story about Claire and Claire's favorite story about Joy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a really good one. I'm trying to um, think, I have so many. I think one of my favorite stories about you is when you made. Speaking of Bob Harper, is when you at the CrossFit Games, you made Brandon like take a picture of the back of Bob Harper's head with you in it. Oh, that was so funny, and yes. I totally remember that because he walked right by us. Yeah, he walked right by us, and I like grabbed your arm and was like, "Joy, it's Bob Harper," and I thought you were gonna pass out. And you were like, yeah. I have to go. <laughs> and then we, and then I just like followed him and we yeah. found, yeah, that was, that was a really That's, good story. I think also like that whole, just the, the whole experience of like him walking by us and you realizing what was going on and like just, just completely going into shock. That was a great <gasps> moment. Oh my God. 
That's so funny. Yeah, that trip was really good. Um, I think of that same trip where you, I still always, I always have that memory of you sitting in front of the big ass fan with your when you were pregnant, and you yeah. just like would lift your shirt up. You're just standing in front of the fan. That was great. Um, oh my gosh, I like it's funny when you when you asked that question. Like the first thing that came to mind was like some of our first times recording or the first times that we like got together to record like the first time we were in your house trying to set up like a podcast and we're like how does this work we're like just pushing buttons um or like the first competition we signed up for like those types of things it's really funny but um yeah (laughs) I don't know I'm trying to think of like uh like actual stories um because it's been like four and a half years that's really hard to like whittle it down Christmas Abbott, you definitely freaked out over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had major, like we went and got her like a huge gift bag. Oh yeah, remember that? that we great. got like we presents for, for her. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, really, one of my favorite moments, and I know this is like so, it's just like endearing, but this is so not something you felt it was a favorite moment. But when you called me and you're like, I need an extra large pair of pants. Oh, and you yeah. need to bring them to me. When I after to I had the hospital, miles, I was like, I need you to, to bring me the. I mean, you go to the store. I need you to find me the largest, cheapest pair of pajama pants you can find. And you were like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yes, bring like extra the largest, larges, like the biggest." And you bought me this giant pair of glow in the dark pizza boxers. <laughs> yep, they're on like, sale. These are exactly what I needed. <laughs> But it was great because I was like, I don't really feel like there's anyone else who I can ask this from. <laughs> so feel very honored because I was like, who can I ask? Joy. <laughs> she will know. She'll know what to do. <laughs> that was a really good story. Yeah. I totally remember that. Oh, uh, let's uh, talk about Camp Timeout really quick. Yes. Before so we Camp sign Timeout, off. Camp Timeout, registration is open. We have um, some spots still left. We are so excited. I mean, I know it's a ways out, um, but if you guys, somebody even We would asked love for, to like, have you there. Well, and one of the questions we got was like around what's a good, you know, giving experiences instead of things. What yeah. is a good gift? And I That's such like a good this idea. would be a perfect gift. Yes. Um, you know, it's come to Denver. You can, it's, it's Labor Day weekend. It's going to be um, easy to get to from DIA, relatively easy to get to from DIA. It's going to, you're going to out in the woods you're gonna not be able to you know you're gonna have to unplug you're not gonna get service it's gonna be so 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 fun so the link is in our instagram um and we'll be posting it on facebook you know until until the spots are full but it's i'm just so excited it's gonna be such a blast and we have so many fun people coming and we and and it's not we've had this question a couple times it's not women only you can bring bring your husband you can bring whoever you want i probably will mostly be women but that doesn't mean you know that's great. Yeah. We had some really great guys on our Costa Rica trip and they had a great time. Yes, they had a great time. And we would love to meet you. Please, please, yes. please, please, please come so out. We've... So it's camp timeout. Yeah, camp timeout. You know, we heard from you guys that you want us to do something domestic and rather than another like Iceland trip. Um, and it's just easier for folks to just get away for a couple of days. And so hopefully you guys can make it to this. Hopefully it's far enough in advance that you don't already have Labor Day trips, Labor Day plans for next year, I would hope. And yeah, it's going to be so fun. We cool. should make like family reunion t-shirts. Like, you know, like when yes. family reunions happen and they all wear the same cheesy t-shirts, we should totally I do think that. They're, I think they're actually doing that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Done. Done. 
All right. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. If we didn't get to yours this week, we will do it next time. We have a lot of really great guests in December. We really do. Probably not going to tell you because they're all going to be surprises and you're going to be so just surprised. It's going to be a lot of Christmas Christmas presents in podcast episodes this month. So be looking forward to that. And you can support the podcast by supporting The Good Kitchen. As Claire said before, www.thegoodkitchen forward slash ggw.com thegoodkitchen.com see i told you (laughs) it's not that hard guys www.thegoodkitchen.com forward slash ggw (laughs) use code ggw their meals are delicious go check them out and we will talk to you guys next week have a great day Bye. bye